DW the 77 percent Hello and a very warm welcome to this week's edition of the show that gives you the chance to be a part of the debate shaping the African continent. I am your host Wanji Komaura here in Bonn, Germany. And in today's program, I will be joined by Moki Edwin Kinsaka in Yaounde, Cameroon, who has a very outspoken panel on our topic, Is the culture of male circumcision outdated? I am telling you, it's gonna be fire. And of course, I will have the pleasure of you, our lovely community, from the comment section of our Facebook page, DW Africa. So do stay tuned for that. But first, how important is male circumcision to you? As I wait for your answer, listen to what this lady says. For me, a man who is not circumcised is a no, it's a no-go area. A man who is not circumcised has a foreskin that kind of deforms the shape of his penis from a normal penis. I'm not sure that if I lay in bed with that man, I'll be sexually stimulated or even if he bangs me from now till tomorrow, I will get orgasm because I am already psychologically defeated. Aye, aye, aye. Leaving no survivors. This show is about to kick the taboo topics and face them full frontal. And just to remind you, you still have a chance to join the debate through our Facebook page, DW Africa. So don't be left behind. Now, without much further ado, Muki, take it away. This is the 77th percent, and the debate is the culture of circumcising boys to become men. Is it outdated? The show is coming your way from Yaounde in Cameroon. I am Moki Edwin Kinzaka for DW. And our guests are 32-year-old Yusini Omar from the Wimbum tribe of the northwest region in the country. He's a youth leader from the Ngarum chiefdom or palace. We also have Shintum Tanlaka, a 29-year-old feminist based in the Cameroon capital city, Yaoundé. She is also a peer educator and she's been helping to stop the spread of HIV-AIDS in the country. We have Kunyi Rachel, a 31-year-old teacher, and we have Brandon Debese, an educationist. Now, the first question I have for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is on circumcision, and I'm finding out if you think it is irrelevant in today's world, I'm starting with you, Tanlaka Shintum. I think uh, it is not relevant, Edwin. Circumcision for me as a person is um, to give shape to the man's, uh, a male manhood. When it is based uh, on, the tr on tradition, like what we see in most African countries, men who are being circumcised, as being circumcised based on tradition. And they have to undergo pain and they have to undergo so many things that are not right medically. Now, now patients, if I got you well, you are saying that circumcision is good, but traditional circumcision, the way it's done in Africa, is bad. Yes, circumcision is good. But traditional circumcision, the way it is done in Africa, especially the Cameroonian context, is very bad. Brandon Demese, what do you think about circumcision, the way it is done in cultures throughout Cameroon? Well, the manner in which circumcision is carried out in uh, various cultures in Cameroon are uh, not the hygienic way. Because you find uh, some persons who are not apt 
in that particular field of circumcision of giving a uh, circumcision to a particular child but you find a child being circumcised most at times i do believe that for circumcision to be done correctly each and every child should pass through the hospital and meet maybe somebody who is a specialist in circumcision so much so that an error is not committed as far as circumcising the penis is concerned. Bringing you now on board, Yusuni Omar, you are from a, the Wimbum tribe and the Wimbum people have a very crude way, as some people have called it, of doing circumcision. Can you narrate how this circumcision is done in the Wimbum tribe of the northwest region of Cameroon? Thank you, Edwin, for bringing me on board. As uh, Brandon and uh, Shintum have just said, circumcision should be done in the medical way and not in the crude way that is being practiced in tradition. Like for us in the Wimbom tribe, a child reached maybe the age of 15, 16, 17 before the child is being circumcised and it is a tradition. A child has to carry firewood to the person who has to carry out the act. The person will finish circumcising the penis and when, the fin the, when he finishes, he has to protect the penis by attaching it with this soft bamboo so that it should not get in contact with the laps and increases the wound. The, and the person who has been circumcised will have to stay in the house for a certain period of time until the wound heals. And when it heals, it is like a call for celebration. The people who come, they will prepare maybe like corn beer, prepare food. What is the reason of calling for celebrations after the circumcision? For the parents, the son has undergone this process of becoming a real man. That is what they consider. They consider that if you undergo that process and then come at the wound dries off, they will believe that you have undergone that process and then you are now a real man. So they celebrate you becoming a man. In my culture, a boy that becomes a man is supposed to be given a small hut outside of the main house. And the two-week period as he heals, he is mentored by his uncles and other men of what he is expected to do and be as a man. That is just one of over 40 cultures in Kenya. But just how important is circumcision? How do people perceive boys or men who are circumcised versus those who are not? Don't go anywhere yet because Moki's panelists still have a lot more to say on this topic. For now, let's quickly go through your responses on Facebook. Commenting on today's topic, Mariam Jaja Wabobi says it's healthy for both of us. So me, I can't take a man with that skin. We also have our top fan, Okokon Asukwo, who says the practice of male circumcision in Africa largely depends on culture. In my culture, male circumcision is not a debate. It's customary. If I'm asked if my parents did the right thing, my answer is an overwhelming yes. The comment here from Latoya Fred who says in Kenya women care about money whether you're cut or not is not in their minds. Well thank you so much for weighing in. Let's go back to Cameroon. Moki take it away. Now Kunyu Rachel you are a teacher you certainly watch how uncircumcised men and boys are viewed by the community. How are they seen at the level of schools, at the level of your community, where you belong? Okay, thank you, Mr. Edwin Kindrika, for this opportunity you are giving to me. I'm a teacher, it's true, in school, children find it or children see it 
something that as an abomination for a child that is not circumcised. As children, they run to that child that is not circumcised. They touch even the penis. It is as if there's something that they don't imagine how it comes because all of them that are circumcised, they see the ones that are not circumcised as something that is really funny. How do they know that the child has not been circumcised? They know it maybe in the toilet when they go to urinate because children like that, they are very curious. They, they, they learn a lot. They see things for themselves and they ask questions even among themselves. So when they go to pee to urinate, they see it there in the toilet. Now, let us ask this question to you too. The ladies who are here, would women you are accept to get married to a man who is uncircumcised? Let me start with you, Tanlaka. To be honest, Edwin, I will not because uh, I find it absurd. A man who is not circumcised has a foreskin that kind of deforms the shape of his penis from a normal penis. And growing up and seeing normal penises, it will psychologically play on me. I'm not sure that if I lay in bed with that man, I'll be sexually stimulated or even if he bangs me from now till tomorrow, I will get orgasm because my psychology already is. That means I am already psychologically defeated. For me, it's abnormal for, because the way I see a man who is not circumcised, I, I see it like it's a strange something. First of all, growing up, what I used to have about men who, who are not circumcised is like their penises are very big. So I'm not certain that I can support that kind of a thing. I don't know if it is medically proven or not, but for me, a man who is not circumcised, it's a no, it's a no-go area. Hospitals have also made it obligatory that two or three days after the child is born, the child is being circumcised before the child is taken back to the house. It should be changed. Let the child grow up to choose, to decide if he wants to be circumcised. If really this thing has to be fair, because most children grew up just knowing that the thing has been cut off. And you, Kunye Rashia, would you accept to get married to a man who is uncircumcised? I can accept to get married uh, to a man who is uncircumcised because I will lay my emphasis on love if he loves me so much. And the fact that we can, he can make me to be pregnant and I put to bed, I think I can get married to a person who is uncircumcised. Most African women dream of getting married to Europeans, to Americans, and quite a good number of them are uncircumcised. Patience, you mean that if such a man came to you, you will say no? Edwin, sex to me is one part of my love life that I don't joke with. So I cannot say yes, because that or is already a turn-off for me when I will see that skin, the way I grew up, the environment I grew up in. If he comes seriously, it's going to be a turn-off. Just that thing that is hanging there for me, don't know how it's going to be. What would be your take on Brendan about this issue of circumcising men or little boys do we still need that circumcision as a maker of adulthood today it's very very important and necessary that male children should be given the room to be circumcised why because when a child is circumcised the shape of the child's penis is being formed notwithstanding just because the fact that the child's penis is being formed the child is already a strong and healthy man in life. It is from that particular circumcision also that when the child grows from that particular adolescence to adulthood and even to manhood where reproduction can take place, that is where you find the pleasure of having an erection. But once the skin is not circumcised, there are tendencies whereby the foreskin can be opened to certain particular infections that can equally lie within the system of that particular human being. Omar, you just said that in the northwest region where you come from, in the Wimbum 
community where you come from, the circumcision, and you spoke about so many dangers. With these dangers, don't you think that this culture should be abandoned? I believe the culture should have been forgotten long because when we look at the children of today and we compare to the society of yesteryears, we will see that many things are evolving. And uh, if we don't adapt, we will be living in the ancient days. So maybe it was being done like that because there were no hospitals, there were no health facilities where the parents could easily do it as is being done is more in most parts of the country and in most parts of the world today. So now with the coming of the hospitals, the health centers and all health facilities, I believe they should abandon the way they used to do it and do it in a more proper way where the child in question might not get certain infection in, uh, from the circumcision instead of trying to help the child. It is definitely getting hot in here. On Facebook as well, your comments are coming in that show that this topic is a very personal topic. Bailo Bar says, if only my parents asked me before circumcising me. We also have another comment here from Marie Wiesenmaid who says, I honestly do not care. The only thing I care about is that the boy or man should be old enough to make that decision himself. As I keep saying, the conversation is still going on on our Facebook page, DW Africa. So please go over there and keep commenting. For now, we go back to you, Moki. We're entering the last part of the uh, program and we're talking about harmful practices, cultural practices. All of us here, majority of us here agree that it is a harmful practice. Now, besides that, Tanaka, what or which parts of your culture would you love to throw away if you can, which are still probably up their ugly heads in the society now? The first part of culture that I want to be thrown out and eradicated is child marriage. That means marrying out the early marriage syndrome is killing lots and lots of people right now. Young girls are being sent into marriage. That means they are sent at a teenage age when they are not ripe for marriage. There is another aspect that I frown at. Female genital mutilation, that is practiced mostly in the northern part of Cameroon. It is still practiced even up to today. It is very dangerous. Thank you, Tanlaka. Anybody has any other thing to add to the types of cultures you want to see eradicated from our traditions? There are many practices in our culture which, to me, should have been eradicated. The practice of uh, sacrifices. We sacrifice, we kill in the name of offering to who they whatsoever. Yeah, in the Catholic Church, we believe in living dead. We believe that their saints exist and so on. Those who died, who led maybe a life that can be appreciated, we believe that they are living somewhere. But when we keep maybe killing cows, killing goats, killing uh, fowls that we sacrifice to those people and so on, I believe those, so those type of practices should be eradicated and then let the society live the normal way we are supposed to live. Circumcision is not really a practice that should be adopted by all or that uh, human right or the human mind should be allowed to judge whether he or she should take part in it or not so that they do it freely and willingly. How would changing some of these cultures make life better, easier 
more comfortable for people in a society today? I think it is important to change some of these practices in the society because it will help uh, people to feel free in the society. It will help people to evolve of the new things that are coming up. And what about you, Tanlaka? It's all about human rights. Uh, to me, I think people should be allowed to practice, to do things the way they want to do, to practice what they feel they are comfortable in practicing, and then to do what will not expose others uh, to uh, health hazards. For example, like the circumcision and other things we talked about. Yeah, in a way that we can adapt to developments. And that is where we end the debate today was on the culture of circumcision sizing boys to become men we were asking ourselves if it is outdated in Africa and the show was coming your way from Cameroon's capital Yaoundé what we have learned today is that circumcision or circumcising men is not actually a very good thing people think that tradition should be abandoned and added to that the guest we brought here that is Yusni Omar who is from the Wimbum tribe of the northwest region and he is a youth leader from the Ngarum chiefdom also, Shintum Tanlaka, a 29-year-old feminist based in Cameroon's capital, Yaoundé, and a peer educator who has been working to stop the spread of HIV AIDS, and Kunyu Rachel, 31-year-old teacher, not forgetting Brandon Demese, who is an educationist. What all of them seem to agree is that male circumcision, like female circumcision, like breast ironing, like early marriages and sacrifices to the living, should be stopped that they are outdated tradition africa had great kings and queens you should know search your history it will show thank you so much for that honest debate from cameroon well there you've heard it at this point we are at the end of yet another exciting show. Now, before I wrap up, a quick comment here from Fabian Lulu Nyakwarbeda, who says circumcision is totally unnecessary. How did we even start practicing it? Well, 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 that and many questions are still on our Facebook page, DW Africa, discussing this hot topic. A big shout out to DW's Moki Edwin Kinseka and the bold and provocative panel. Do you agree with what they said? I would love to hear from you. You know what to do? Go over to our Facebook page, DW Africa, and tell me what you thought of this week's debate. Is male circumcision still relevant in today's world? And if you think you have what it takes to be a part of these debates, write me an email at the 77% at dw.com. My name is Wanji Komwaura. Now, on behalf of Moki Edwin Kinseka, Eliana Giaducci, and the technical team that made this show a success, I thank you for listening and for your comments. Catch up with the show next week, same place, same time, new host. And as we have been speaking of tradition, do enjoy this song by Mutabaruka, Great Kings of Africa. Until next time, goodbye. Hey, 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 hey. Calling Africans now. Come. Wanna tell you don't walk around. Got to roll your own kingdom. Yeah. Yeah.
Shaka, 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 Shaka,